the Subaru Canberra Rally at Canberra returns this weekend for the grand final of the Bosch Motorsport Australia Rally Championship. Four-time winner Harry Bates will battle his brother Lewis for championship honours with a bumper field of contenders including Subaru's Molly Taylor lining up to spoil the party. Catch all the action on Saturday out past Connor Reserve and at the Cowan Rally Village on Sunday with the championship deciding Eero Power Stage and Podium Celebrations. Visit our Facebook and Instagram or rallyofcanberra.com.au. This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. Thunder Media. Hi, I'm Chas Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. On this episode of Inside Supercars, we follow a family tradition in motorsport in Australia. I'm not too sure when the first time I went to Bathurst was, but I must have been like nine, nine, seven or eight years old or something like that. Um, obviously, I haven't been going every year like my dad has. I think for a while they had a streak of, of I don't know, since some 1999 date or whatever till 2022 or something like that. It's Cameron McLeod talking about Super 3, testing a supercar and a whole bunch more. And it starts now. Subaru Canberra Rally at Canberra returns this weekend for the grand final of the Bosch Motorsport Australia Rally Championship. Four-time winner Harry Bates will battle his brother Lewis for championship honours with a bumper field of contenders including Subaru's Molly Taylor lining up to spoil the party. Catch all the action on Saturday out past Connor Reserve and at the Cowan Rally Village on Sunday with the championship deciding Eero Power Stage and Podium Celebrations. Visit our Facebook and Instagram or rallyofcanberra.com.au. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel, and we're joined by one of the young guns of the Australian motorsport scene, Cameron McLeod. Welcome to Inside Supercars again. Thank you, guys. It's good being here. Thank you. Over the last few weeks, you've done something that very few drivers do, something that's pretty rare in supercar land and uh, certainly very rare in sports sedan land. You had two clean sweeps, one at the Gold Coast in sports sedans in a new Mark car, and this, the other one was in an FG, which was not such a new car, a Stone Brothers built X Chain Van Gisbergen FG Falcon. Congratulations on those. Quite different cars, obviously very different tracks, but you did the same thing at both of them. Oh, well, it's amazing to, first of all, be, drive, be able to drive those cars around um, such great tracks like the Gold Coast. That, that track was absolutely incredible. And um, going back to Bathurst, um, once again, that it never gets old. That track going going across the top, especially in um, such a, a a great car like the FG of Brad's. It's 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 really really such a um, an honour to be driving those cars around those tracks. So I just can't thank everyone that's um, behind me enough. You're you're also driving an ex Kelly uh, Nissan Altima, which is a pretty dynamite car in itself. Tell us about which is your favourite car to drive. Forget the track part, the car. Let's just talk about those cars. So those three different cars you've been driving this year? Um, well, they're all they're all kind of you know V8 engines, super fast, lots of aero. So, um, but I think the one the one that stood out the most is kind of that Mark GT. Um, 
it's probably one of the quickest things I've driven so far and and um, for it to be for it to run as well as it did on its first outing is is really really amazing so um, yeah I think I think um, that's a really great car and the the Nissan Altima is going going amazing the the boys we've got working on that they've got it really really tuned up for how I like driving it um, got it tuned up for the tracks Tim Newton's doing an amazing job so is um, my dad is is um, behind it all so um, yeah no I think with all the backing I've got and all the great engineers, mechanics, people around me, it's all, every car I drive is kind of a pleasure really, so. Born in 2004, I imagine that you've been to Bathurst probably more times than your father had at the same age, um, because you would have been going there with him for quite some years. I reckon, uh, I think the first time I went to Bathurst, um, I'm not too sure when the first time I went to Bathurst was, but I must have been like, I don't know, Nine, nine, seven or eight years old or something like that. Um, obviously, I haven't been going every year like my dad has. I think for a while they had a streak of, of I don't know, since some 1999 date or whatever till 2022 or something like that. Um, yeah, he, he's been going to that track every every year for, for so many years. So um, I don't think I've been to it quite as much as he has uh, just yet, just because of my age. But um, hopefully I can continue that streak um, in 30 years, which would be pretty cool. It looks like you might be getting that opportunity for sure, Cameron. You have had seven podiums this season in the Super 3, six wins, and another stat that I think is absolutely critical, five fastest laps. And the reason why that's critical is because you speak to any engineer, you speak to any team owner, and they go, you can't teach fast. And that's something you have definitely shown this season and across the last couple of seasons as well. Yeah, definitely. I think being fast is a massive part of it, but as well as is being mature and, and stuff off the track as well. But, yeah, you definitely can't teach fast. Um, but I think I'm kind of born in, into it with my granddad. He, he won Bathurst. My dad hated supercars, and, and he's kind of known everything about race cars. So I think... I was kind of ingrained in into my brain on, on racing cars. So um, I'm not quite the best I can possibly be yet. Um, obviously, I'm always chasing more and more. So um, I think the best I can possibly be is, when, when, I, is um, when I'm keen on retiring. So, Well, you've had a, an opportunity down at Winton this week to drive a Walkinshaw Andretti United car. Can you talk about that experience? Yeah, that was definitely that was definitely an amazing experience to, to work with those boys. Um, the car was amazing for for the ten laps I did. Um, I, I think I got to grips with the car um, pretty well. Um, yeah, the main probably difference from the Super Three is just obviously the aero. It's got it's got that bigger rear wing. Um, it, it felt like it put the drive down a bit better as well. Um, but yeah, ba- basic things with a more aero car, you can break a bit later. Um, pushing more a bit through the sweeper, but I think through the through the slow stuff, it's it's pretty similar. So, how crazy is that rule that says because you're a Super Three driver, you can only do ten laps of evaluation, whereas if you're a, a Trans Am driver, a sports sedan driver full time, or even a, a Formula Ford driver, you could have had the whole day. Yeah, I think I personally I don't hundred percent agree with that because if you're a Super Three driver you're trying to go up the ranks the same as uh, if you're a Trans Am 
I don't know, a TCR driver or anything you said, you're trying to go up the ranks just as much as them. So the only way you can go up into Super 2 is by doing an evaluation day and not getting the same laps that um, all the other drivers from different categories get. Um, I personally think wasn't um, 100% fair, but it's it's a rule. I'm sure it's there for some reason. Um, but, yeah, um, I just kind of had to get to grips with the car as, as quick as I could and adapt to cars, which I think I'm doing um, okay at so far. Now, one of the things that we always look at with young drivers is who they have supporting them. Who are the people that have said, this kid's worth watching? And, of course, you do have not only your father and a grandfather with pedigree, but Paul Morris and Tim Newton and a whole bunch of people there who all are in your corner. But you also have a uniquely coloured car because you're both Mark GT at Gold Coast and, of course, Super 3 all year. You've had a sponsor with the green colour. Tell us about who your sponsor is there. Oh, well, the green colour was on the Mark GT. That's kind of Jeff's favourite livery. I think um, that, that livery ran on a Mustang, um, the Mark II Mustang on the 12-hour a couple of years. And I think Jeff Taunton really liked it, so he decided on the GT um, Mustang. And it, it did look amazing, but completely different reasons why they're on the cars. The Super 3 car, that's Scott Singer's. So um, he's got a really nice green on that car. It kind of pops and sparkles. Um, but I don't know. I think green might just be the colour at the moment. Um, but it's definitely a great colour when you can get it um, popping nice. And I don't think many drivers use it as well. So it kind of stands out from the, from the others, which I think is um, is something we're aiming for as well. And the liveries of the car, we, we try to make them look as best and as unique as possible. And I think we've done that pretty good this year. Indeed, I'll give you a saying. Uh, it's uh, a good horse is never a bad colour. It's got nothing to do with car racing. Of course, it's all about horses. But um, as a 19-year-old, you turn 20 uh, next month. Um, you've done a, a fair bit, and I understand that you did a bit of GB4 or, or Formula 4 in England uh, some years ago. Yeah, I did. I, I did a bit of um, British F4 over there. I think it was in 2021. That was probably the best experience I've ever had just in life really to go overseas i was i flew over by myself and once i got there um i met um matt neil he kind of um i kind of stayed with him as well as james k two legends of the uk racing scene um my dad knew them from the mark car program he did and running them they drove his cars so they they did help me out a lot there that that was my accommodation was those two lovely people and um yeah matt matt did did um, tell me and show me a lot about racing in the UK and and racing um, in general. He's got a lot of experience. So, um, yeah, he kind of opened up that door in, in British F4. Um, I only got to do the last three rounds, but, mate, that's better than nothing to, to go over there and be racing um, overseas in another championship is is probably the most fun you'll, you'll ever have. So, no, it was great fun over there, and I just can't thank those boys enough for helping me out while I was over there as well. So... Indeed, I do remember your father playing a team manager's role in a uh, Peugeot team back in the days of Super Tourers. And I think your father's probably still got somewhere a, a pit board, um, maybe not a pit board, a, uh, a, um, a car controller board that uh, he had particularly treasured from that time. Um, wonderful pedigree. I know I've known your parents uh, a long time. Um, please say hello to your mother, Belinda, for me. 
one thing that you guys are doing, which not a lot of the young guys do, is you're running your own team in Super 3 and you're doing all the work through uh, the family through the family business. Yeah, well, I think that's that's definitely something unique. We we kind of always ran our own team because his it's not only my my dad, but he's an engineer as well. So there's there's no reason to go get another engineer from somewhere else when I can get one for free, which is my dad. So um, I, I think he's the best engineer at Lane, and the stuff he's taught me is I, I don't think I can learn anywhere else. So um, yeah, so that's kind of we kind of had our own team in, in go karts. We uh, um, we had our own team in Formula Ford, which we finished third in the championship. So I think after that, we go, oh, you know, we finished third in the championship up against Sonic and CHE. I think we might be right going into, into Super 3. Um, but, and that's, I think, kind of all we had the, the budget for as well. So we just thought we'd give it a crack by ourselves, um, see how that goes. And I think this year it's played out awesome. Obviously, we've got Tim Newton as the engineer. That's kind of the only person that I haven't really known for since I was young. My dad hasn't known since Mark our days um, that's in the team. So the, the two, the engineer, um, Robbo, the mechanic, Simon, and the two um, young boys we got there, I've known them for, for years and so has my dad. So the, I think my dad trusts them a lot, the car, and the Simon have the main number one mechanic. Nothing really ever goes wrong with the car. So. Um, we decided just to stick with them. That, that's kind of the team we've got. There's no need to go to any other team just as yet. So, because we've got it all here in the palm of our hands. Well, Cameron, thank you very much for joining us inside Supercars. We look forward to seeing you in Adelaide and seeing you do more of what you've been doing because, uh, by crikey, you've got a future in this sport. Look forward to catching up in person and best of luck to you in the near future. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having me. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.